Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us this week. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of this radio show called Destination Retirement. And I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm and we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to educate. We have our new proprietary financial wellness score that we have rolled out. So if you haven't had a chance to take advantage of that, please do. It uh, doesn't matter if you have $100,000 or 10, 15, 20 million. I think there's value no matter where you're at in your financial life. Our job, I think, is to provide safety, security, and income that you can't outlive with uh, minimal risk to the stock market. Our job, obviously, as fiduciaries is to make sure that we are identifying your greatest risks in retirement and then hedging away those risks if you'd like to have a conversation with us. Certainly a lot going on in the market. There's a tremendous amount of volatility, and I don't think that is going to change. I think we're going to see that for some time. Uh, Give Paige a call this week, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you've called in in the past and we never had a chance to communicate, let's make sure that you reach out again. Uh, I want to introduce the financial wellness score to you. And I think it's just knowledge. I think knowledge is power, especially in the world that we are in. As you know, if this is your first time listening to the radio show, welcome. Um, We do see uh, a lot of podcasts, a lot of downloads to the podcast. We do podcast this up uh, radio show every single week on the website. Uh, Very uh, happy to announce again, it seems like we're always tinkering with the website, but we're certainly making changes to the website. We want simplicity. We don't want people to get lost in the website. I think there's value in what we do. Uh, As you know, I believe the majority of uh, financial advisors are truly adding no value because your portfolio simply goes up and down with the market. That obviously is going to be a challenge, uh, especially in this market. If we see a sideways market for some period, I'm going to start to share the Microsoft statistic a lot more because I think that's one of the greatest risks to the market is a sideways market. Uh, I believe that uh, if you are five to 10 years from retirement or if you're in retirement and we see a five to seven year sideways market where the market doesn't do a whole lot, uh, that's going to be a challenge. That's going to negatively impact uh, your portfolio. And we want to make sure that we have strategies in place that, you know, we can still take advantage of, of the volatility. So the Microsoft statistic, if this is your first time, if you had bought Microsoft listening to the show, if you had bought Microsoft in 2000, it actually took you 16 years to get back to even. I mean, think about that 16 years to get back to even yet Microsoft during that period tripled, quadrupled. Uh, their earnings. It just is, you unfortunately bought it at the wrong time. We saw a loss in the market. 
And then we just really had a sideways market. And so it was a challenge. And I don't think people and I don't think advisors, more importantly, are protecting their clients against the what ifs of a long sideways market. Because if you look at where the market is trading today, I know we often don't talk a whole lot about trading strategies, but um, you know, you look at where the market is trading today, it's, it, it's, it's very, very range bound and we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down. It's a very, uh, you know, if you look at kind of the range, it, it's pretty narrow um, and, and that's going to be a challenge. And I think we may see that for, you know, an extended period of time. And if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, we believe in a sleeve approach. Uh, the sleeve approach we think ultimately is going to provide the clients the investors, the best chance to make money. Um, our sleeves are unique. They're understandable yet complicated. They're uh, really just, you know, there to provide, <clears throat> excuse me, certainty in a very uncertain market. So we have the guaranteed sleeve. A lot of individuals are, you know, obviously excited about that today. I mean, you can still get up to 15% of the S&P 500 uh, with no downside or, or risk to your principal. Gains are locked in annually. Um, that doesn't mean that there's not things we need to discuss. I mean, every investment has a pro and a con. But when you look at that uh, protection sleeve, it is <clears throat> a you know very appropriate sleeve right now. Uh, we don't talk a lot about kind of guaranteed income on the radio show, uh, but I think when you have guaranteed income at distribution yields that you simply can't get um, in many places, uh, there are strategies out there that provide them. You know, we have to have that conversation because I think then it frees up you know your your uh, rest of your assets for growth. And at the end of the day, what are we doing? Um, whether you have a hundred thousand or ten million. Um, I think you have to produce income. And if there's two things that I've seen uh, lacking in the financial advisor space, as far as advisors who are giving, um, you know, advice, it's first off tax mitigation. There's very limited tax mitigation strategies. And if you're working with a big bank or a big brokerage firm, you are absolutely missing out on tax strategies. And there are strategies available today that we can greatly reduce your taxable income. If you sold a business, you sold a building, you sold uh, whatever, you make a bunch of money. Um, let's talk about those strategies. And then the second uh, strategy that I think is missing out greatly when it comes to financial advice is really income distribution. I mean, are you just dollar cost averaging out? Well, that's not an efficient way to manage money, uh, in my opinion, because if you are Having to allocate probably more than you should to generate the income that you need. Uh, you also have, you know, when, what are you doing when the markets are down? You're taking out, you know, money, and then that's less money that's going to be in the portfolio ultimately to recoup. And then we have our growth sleeve. As, as you know, the growth sleeve is uh, mathematical. It is very systematic. It's very forward looking. I think that is very important. And then the last two sleeves are our opportunistic growth sleeve. Which I think in, in today's day and age is, is especially in this market, um, we've made a tremendous amount of money. Now, <clears throat> past performance isn't you know indicative of future results, um, but when we do see a you know a kind of a, a market that is you know somewhat you know, it's you know I guess it's never predictable, but you know when we're very range bound, you know there are patterns, and if we can take advantage of those patterns to make money for clients. Um, then that's our job. And if you've listened to the show, you know that if you do have over two and a half, well, $2.2 million of investable assets, uh, you have access to the KCP Opportunity Fund. And we certainly would love to 
uh, have that conversation with you on what the fund is, what the fund's not, but it's maximum flexibility. We can make money when the markets go up or down or sideways. And that may be 10% of your portfolio, maybe 20% of your portfolio, but we think it's a very, very vital component of a a portfolio. And then lastly, our alternative sleeve, uh, it's all about cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. Um, There's, you know, I think it's very rewarding and it's very comforting when you have investments that are paying uh, double digit distribution yields. And those are coming in irregardless of what goes on in the stock or bond market. And that is very significant, especially in a sideways market. And if we have a strategy like that, that can greatly reduce your taxable income, especially for Roth conversions, well, it's a conversation that we certainly need to have. So with that being said, those are our strategies. We're very proud of them. Uh, It does take a couple conversations to fully understand them. But if you want to have that conversation with us and you want to learn a little bit more about what it is that we're doing, why it's different, why it's unique, um, why we think we could either act as a satellite to what you're currently doing or really a core to what you're currently doing, give Paige a call and we can have a conversation this week, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. A lot of news this week. Uh, obviously, the debt ceiling is a concern. Uh, the debt ceiling is uh, something that um, you know we can't ignore. Uh, everybody thinks ultimately they're going to work it out, and, and, and that certainly has been the case in the past. But we have to look at and we have to potentially hedge against the what ifs if they don't. And at a minimum, it could be a great trading opportunity. And I think, you know, in this day and age, you know, people have, you know, trading is a lost art. I mean, you have advisors that are providing financial advice. And generally speaking, their job is to gain more assets so they can charge a fee and then they can see their own personal income go up. Uh, So, you know, most traditional financial advisors just, you know, they don't have any trading strategies inside of their portfolio. And if you have good mathematical, systematic uh, approaches to uh, buying and selling uh, for some of your money, again, it's a it's a sleeve, right? It's not 100 percent of your money. Um, Why not? And, you know, in this market, there's just tremendous opportunity so if we do see a debt ceiling uh, that is still, uh, you know, in a stalemate and there are still issues and uh, the government can't seem to get their act together, I mean, there's a high likelihood that we see a pretty full, you know, a pretty meaningful pullback in the equity market. And wouldn't it be nice if you had 15 to 20 percent allocated to what we call opportunistic growth? That means that we want to take advantage of near term pricing dislocations. In the market, well, wouldn't it be nice to have that cash available that if we did see a three, five, seven, ten percent pullback in a relatively short order to make or really take advantage of that? And again, if we're in a sideways market, if we are in a period where you listen to a lot of the the talking heads, I mean, we're going to talk a lot about Stanley Drunken Miller and uh, kind of, you know, what he had said this week and, and clearly, you know, I, I guess any way you look at it, his performance is reportedly to be one of the best. I mean, I've seen 30% uh, averages over 30 years. I mean, you know, given that we don't have money with them, I mean, I certainly don't know, but what's widely reported is, is, uh, out, you know, just phenomenal rates of return. And, and he's very concerned. And, you know, he, 
uh, made a really you know interesting, I think it was a tweet or a comment or <clears throat> something uh, this week that, you know, I think one of the greatest risks, you know, ultimately to the market is, is a sideways market. And guys like him have been saying that we're in an asset bubble um, like the, uh, that we've never seen. And there's always an edge. There's always an angle. There's always a reason people are saying certain things, especially in this business. So I don't know if you take that as purely black and white and you, you know, pull all your money out and, and put it in your safe or bury it in the backyard. But, you know, there certainly are issues. And, you know, as you know, with the radio show, I think our job is to educate you on what individual advisors just are not doing for, you know, clients. And, and I think that's, well, that is the gap that we're trying to fill is that if we are, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, this week, I seem to have some congestion. I apologize. But if we are in a uh, very interesting period, well, what happens if, you know, the markets do drop and things go on sale and you have, you know, a hundred thousand or you have a couple million, five million, whatever that number is, but your advisor has you fully invested. Well, how are you going to take advantage of buying things at a discount? And, and it, you know, it just goes back to our sleeve approach. Most people that we talk with and most listeners, you know, you think you're diversified. Well, you're, you're not because you own two things. You own equities and you own fixed income. Uh, that's not diversification. I mean, you you are going to simply ride the market up and down. And the sleeve approach, which we're going to talk a lot more about, um, in my opinion, is is the greatest way to uh, manage your your money. And I think if we're trying to provide uh, safety, if we're trying to provide security, if we're trying to provide uh, ultimately, you know, future income um, that you know has minimal risk or is de-risk to the greatest ability that we can to the overall stock stock market, which is something we can't control. I think you must have um, sleeves. You have to have protection, whether it's growth or income. You have to have growth. You have to have opportunistic growth, and then you have to have alternative, you know, strategies that produce cash flow no matter what. Well, not no matter what, but they're not uh, dependent upon the stock and bond market. And when you look at, you know, these just ridiculously big firms out there that, you know, put these cookie cutter custom, supposedly custom portfolios together, you know, you just have to ask yourself, do they ever go to cash? Do they ever play defense? What's your protection strategy? What is your cash flow strategy that's ultimately going to pay you no matter what happens in the stock or bond market? And, it, and it's just not there. So, um, you know, again, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And uh, we want to have, you know, certainly a conversation. Our financial wellness score, which we just rolled out, it's a proprietary t uh, software that, um, uh, we, uh, uh, have access to, and then we've made some, some changes to the output and what we're trying to allow individuals is in a very short order to see if we really need to continue the conversation with us or any advisor, because I can't tell you how many people think they have something and they don't. And so that that's our job. We're going to get more into that this week. Thank you for joining us. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of this radio show, Destination Retirement, president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. If you'd like to have a conversation with us this week, please give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and she'll set some time for us to have a conversation. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. 
Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. You're listening to Destination Retirement. Thank you for joining us this week. I hope everybody's having a great weekend. I want to wish all of the mothers and my wife and my mom, my mother-in-law and my grandma. I want to make sure that everybody knows that uh, I want to wish them a a very happy Mother's Day. And and hopefully everybody is spending some time with with their mom and uh, the family because it's obviously important. So, I want to again thank everybody for joining us, listening to this radio show. We do come at you every single week. We also do podcast the show at KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. We ask that if you find any value, go to the website, go to KUHNCP.com, click on the radio show link in the upper right, and uh, you can send on the uh, show to anybody you feel needs to listen to it. Um, again, we are, are very adamant about giving investors clarity, giving investors peace of mind, giving investors a level of certainty that they may not have, especially in this market. So give Paige a call this week, 630-492-1912. You can call her today, uh, call her this week, but she'll certainly set some time up for us to have a conversation, 630-492-1912. Doesn't matter, you know, if you have a hundred thousand dollars or if you have ten million, twenty million, thirty million, it, it's really irrelevant. I think our job is to help every investor out there. We're not that type of an advisory firm that only wants to help people with certain amounts of assets or certain level of assets. Rather, uh, I think everybody needs help. And when you have a good strategy, when you have a good, um, you know, really a good investment philosophy, when you look at sleeves and want to keep hammering that on the radio show. I, I promise you, um, you know, most people listening, you have uh, two, ads, two, two strategies, uh, you have equities, you have fixed income, and ultimately that's uh, going to be a challenge in a sideways market. To stop and think for a minute, what happens if we are in a sideways market? What happens if we have another Microsoft uh, scenario where if you'd bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years ultimately get to get back to even. So that's a sideways market where you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down, but we don't uh, really, you know, go up and to the right in a meaningful way that's sustainable. So you have to ask yourself uh, what happens if, if, if that does happen. So uh, a couple of things I want to talk about this segment. I think when you look at, you know, we are in a, you know, if you look at the markets, I mean, we've been trading between, 3,900 on the S&P to, you know, 4,200. It's a pretty, you know, defined range. Um, it's a range that if you have a buy and hold strategy for 100% of your money, I think it's uh, going to become frustrating. Um, you know, as we mentioned in the first segment, uh, when you have a sleeve approach and we have four, you, you know, distinctly different and unique strategies, protection, growth, opportunistic growth, and then alternative, uh, I guess I should call it cash flow because that's really what it is, a cash flow strategy. Uh, well, in that type of a strategy, if we're in this type of a market, well, we have assets, you know, we still have investments that, that are producing. And, you know, that to me is is going to be put at a premium. And if you have 
an advisor that only has stocks, equities, ETF, mutual funds, and bonds, uh, you're just going to have a challenge. And please listen that you don't want to, you know, look at that and examine that philosophy and the buy and hold philosophy uh, three to five years from now, because you could, you know, see a three to five year period where there's not a lot of meaningful growth. You know, let's examine it now. Let's have a conversation now. Allow us to educate you on, you know, why the sleeve approach in our opinion is, is much more appealing. Um, it's much more dynamic. It's much more active. And it ultimately, we believe, is going to produce greater results for you. So when you, I mean, you look at kind of where the market is today, and I, and I think it's one of the most unsustainable um, situations that, that I've seen in, in an extremely long time. I mean, we have seven companies, and you look at Apple, uh, Apple Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Tesla, NVIDIA, Meta. I mean, there's, there's a handful of others, but, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of acronyms out there. But, um, you know, you can just, you know, Google it, FANG, and there's, you know, several variations of FANG. Um, but, you know, when you look at those stocks, the concentration risk of those stocks is seriously off the charts. And I think it's distorting the overall indices, which is great for people who just own the S&P. But you look at those, you know, let's just call it up to 10 companies, you know, seven to 10 companies. Um, you know, you look at the returns that those are driving of the overall S&P 500, or you look at the returns that they're driving of the NASDAQ. I mean, it, it, depending upon day, I mean, you can look at, at just those names representing 60 to 70 to 80% of the returns of the S&P 500 or of the NASDAQ. And if you look at the weightings as far as what they make up of the indexes, I mean, they're making up 24%, 25% of the S&P, 51%, 52% of the NASDAQ 100. I mean, it is just off the charts. And so what happens when you can't hide anymore and something that, you know, everybody has been talking about, what happens if there is a liquidity issue? What happens if, you know, we see more regional banks fail? What happens if there's you know, the market's just everybody rushes to the sidelines and you, you know, you have, you know, massive protection that's put on, you know, put in place and you have the market that is so concentrated towards the top. We could see, you know, the old adage is, you know, you, you stair step up and you elevator down, meaning you're up, you go sideways, you go up, you go sideways. Think it's just like walking upstairs. If you look at it from the side, and then, you know, generally when the markets drop, I mean, you know, the elevator down, meaning it just goes down and it goes down very, very quickly. You know, these are the risks that I'm concerned about that most people are not protecting against. And not only are they, they risks, there's also tremendous opportunity. But it's likely that if the market does have, you know, significant issues, and you have such a level of concentration at the top that we could see, you know, pretty substantial uh, losses in, in, in a relatively, you know, short order. And, you know, I have to, you know, make sure that I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that that's our base case, but 
when you look at Stanley Drunkenmiller uh, and you just Google him and you can Google his performance. And when you know he's quoted as saying uh, that I'm sitting here staring in the face of the biggest and probably broadest asset bubble, forget that I've ever seen, but that I've ever studied. I mean, that has to at least at a minimum make you question, stop and think, why are these investors who have had, um, you know, just, you know, historically phenomenal rates of return, what is it that they see that ultimately that, uh, you know, investors don't see or many advisors don't see? And, and, it, and I think it's, you know, when you look at, you know, when people receive financial advice and you, and you look at, you know, talking with a financial advisor, I think their job is to just say everything is going to be fine and there there's nothing to worry about. It's ultimately, you know, time in the market and it's, you know, you have to stop and think, well, wait, I mean, is that what you're doing with your money? I mean, how are you managing your personal assets? Is there a difference between what you're doing personally? Because losses affect, you know, us losses affect the individual a lot greater when, you know, versus clients that lose money. I mean, think about it, you know, and, and I think one of the greatest questions to ask an advisor is what are you doing with your money? Show me. And are you, are you just promoting a buy and hold strategy? And that's what you're doing with your clients or your personal money, or is your client money buy and hold, but yet you're much more active with your own personal money. And, and I think that's a question that needs to be answered. And I think that, you know, the buy and hold myth is, you know, it is just going to come tumbling. It's already come tumbling down. I mean, it, just look at last year, you know, it, the only traditional, you know, way that, you know, most advisors manage risk is fixed income and what fixed income was down 15 to 30% last year. So when you have guys like drunken Miller that say, you know, say, if I like the stock market, I would be exposed to it and I'm not exposed to it now. I mean, these are guys that, that have, you know, it's reported, you know, you know, 30% rates of return for 30 years. Now, again, I, I can't uh, vouch for that, but that's just what is reported in the press. So you have to look at what it is that the individual investors are doing that, or, or you have to look at what the big pools of money are doing that individual investors are not doing. And, you know, to me, it, it all comes back down to, well, how are we constructing your portfolio? And that to me is, is the greatest challenge, the greatest risk. Um, and, and really I can look at that and, and almost immediately and tell if you have a good strategy, if you're with a pro, uh, proactive, you know, forward, uh, thinker of an advisor, or if you're just paying for something that is, you know, you're getting, you know, absolutely no value out of. And, you know, the financial wellness score, which we haven't talked a whole lot about, we talked about it briefly in the first segment, but it's really a quick snapshot because we talk with so many, you know, listeners each week. And, you know, generally speaking, for whatever reason, they reach out, but they don't really know, should I reach out? They don't really know, is my portfolio, maybe my portfolio is really good. I mean, everybody likes to think they have the best. They have the best advisor. They have the best strategy. They have the best, 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 but yet they're paying for something that they could do on the computer um, in, in 10 minutes, right? And, and that is, you know, again, probably what 90 to 95% of listeners here uh, today have. You have something that your advisor, it's, you're just not adding any real value. It would be, you would be very hard pressed to replicate our strategy. I'm not saying that it can't be done, 
but it would be very hard for you to replicate a four sleeve approach of protection, growth, opportunistic growth, and then cash flow. Those strategies, you, you, just good luck. You probably couldn't do it. So we wanted to create in really quick order a financial wellness score that I could tell you with a level of certainty that, you know what, we should continue the conversation or, you know, there's really no need to have a conversation because your portfolio, you know, isn't bad. And so we are really starting to promote the, uh, promote the financial wellness score. It doesn't cost you anything. It's, a, you know, a little bit of time on the computer for you to go through kind of a questionnaire. You could do it on your phone. It's simple. Um, but that's going to be our first step going forward is let's complete the financial questionnaire, whether you have 1 million or 20 million, it doesn't matter. Um, we're going to do it. And if we see that we can add value and if we see that there are deficiencies inside of your portfolio that are being masked simply because of the market movement up, uh, those ultimately are, are going to be an issue. And it may be at the exact wrong time. It may be a year or two or three out from when you are getting ready to retire and you see your mark, you know, the portfolio drop 20 to 30 percent. Well, that's terrible. So wouldn't you rather know that now or if you're in retirement and we're going to look at kind of cash flow analysis and 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 making sure that, you know, you are utilizing a proactive forward thinking uh, distribution strategy. And so that's what we're going to do. It's complimentary. I think it'll give you great insights. Uh, two outcomes could happen. One, you confirm that, you know what, I've got a great portfolio. Uh, or two, you know, I thought there was issues and there are issues. And if you're not 100% certain that you could handle a, you know, a prolonged sideways market of three to five years where the markets don't do a whole lot or a 2008 situation, which I think is unlikely, but, you know, we may see it, uh, then let's just do the financial wellness score. It's, it's an exercise that I think will provide a level of clarity and we're giving it away. So I, it, it doesn't cost you anything but maybe 20 minutes of your time. So give Paige a call this week, 630-492-1912. We can chat about that uh, or anything you know investment related, 630-492-1912. When we get back, we're going to talk about the Great Depression and what that indicates or what did we learn from that going forward. So more after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want defined outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. You're listening to Destination Retirement. Thank you for joining us this great weekend. Mother's Day is tomorrow. I want to wish all of the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. Uh, my wife, my family, my mom, my grandma, everybody, uh, happy Mother's Day. Hopefully everybody gets a chance to spend some time with your mom. Uh, if you can't spend some time, make a call, a text, an email. I think obviously that's important. Uh, especially in this day and age where we don't know what is going to happen. So lots of unknowns in uh, life and lots of unknowns in the market. Uh, our job uh, each Saturday is to try to educate you, to try to provide a level of certainty of uh, peace inside of your portfolio that you may not have currently. That's our job. We're sticking to it. Um, we know uh, based upon the listeners, we know based upon 25 years of, of being in this business, 
that most of you don't have any proactive risk management in place, meaning you're just going to ride the roller coaster up of the market and ride the roller coaster down of the market. And that's a challenge. It's a challenge, especially in this market. So if you want to learn more about our financial wellness score, I think it's a great report. It's a report that we're giving away. It's complimentary, um, at least for the time being it is anyways. Um, I don't know if we're going to ultimately charge for it because there is some uh, work on our end. And it's not necessarily, you know, charging for it to make, you know, have it be a line item in, in our business of on the revenue or of revenue. It's, it's really just commitment. And if you're committed to learning about your portfolio, if you're committed to, you know, walking down and, you know, or through an exercise of making sure that your portfolio is bulletproof or uh, can, you know, provide at least, um, you know, a level of comfort or certainty that you currently don't have, um, and you're willing to have that conversation, then we want to make sure that, you know, we're providing some value there to give you something to think about. You know, our, that's, that's our job. Our job isn't to say and tell everybody we can help you. We think we can help everybody clearly, but, but a lot of people don't need help and a lot of people don't want help. And so the financial wellness score, I think will really help kind of in very quick order, you know, let you know if we need to continue the conversation. So, Initial conversation certainly is complimentary. Uh, it's educational. We're just here to chat. We like to have conversations with investors. Even if we don't be, you don't become a client of ours, we just enjoy having a conversation about investing or money or retirement or risk. And, and we can do that by setting a call up with Paige. You can call today. You can call this week. Uh, but set up your complimentary calls, 15, 20 minutes. And uh, sometimes they run longer. It's really, you know, what questions that you may have. But 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And we can set that conversation up this week. Uh, so let's get to uh, kind of the topic this week. Uh, well, we've, you know, always talk about downside risk management. But a couple, you know, announcements. And I want to still, you know, share with you, um, you know, our protection bucket. We're still seeing um, ridiculous protection levels um, on the S and P 500. Some of the strategies that we have access to are providing um, significant uh, protection, but with meaningful growth. I mean, we can protect your money, you know, 100 percent sitting sitting a you know cash account or a government. Uh, well, it's backed by the full faith and credit of the government if you're investing in a a um, you know, a, a treasury type strategy, short treasury strategy. I mean, you can get protection that that's not the issue, but it's protection with growth that I think is the issue. And so when we, as you know, uh, we believe in a sleeve approach and our, you know, our protection sleeve, whether it's growth or income on the growth side is up to 15% currently of the S and P 500, at least this year. Uh, if you, you know, start the investment and what that means is, uh, your principles protected against loss. Uh, it's not FDIC insured, of course, um, but it is by the issuing company. So you have to make sure that you're working with a a, a good credit quality, you know, a company, which I think as long as it's a, a big bank or a big insurance company, um, I think, you you know, you're, you're going to be fine there. Um, but it is protected against loss, um, which everybody likes to hear. But what I think is really important is the fact that your gains, if you have any, are locked in on an annual basis. And so, that's the big deal. So if we are in a sideways market where we have up years and down years and we can lock those gains in annually so you're not having to play that catch up game uh, in you know, following a down year, I think that's a, a pretty appealing strategy. And the nice thing about it is they're relatively short investment periods. 
Uh, there's five years, there's seven years, there's 10 years, there's 14 years. So, I mean, it's really, you know, what are we trying to accomplish and, and how liquid does, you know, the capital need to be. But so up to 15%, really good. Uh, on the banknote side, uh, we did a banknote this week that had 30% uh, downside protection. And um, so that means that as long as this one happened to be tied to the S&P, the Russell 2000 and the NASDAQ, as long as those three indices, the least performing, didn't drop more than 30%, uh, you were paid 10 and a half. So it was a short-term note, uh, three-year note, um, 10 and a half percent. So again, really, really appealing for some safe money that if we're in a sideways market, you, you, it's nice to know that you have some cash flow coming in, uh, even though the markets may not, uh, meet, may not be going up. So that protection bucket is made up of many different strategies, but it's a very core component of an overall portfolio, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. Uh, you just have to have cash flow coming in. You have to, have to, you can't have, you know, hundred percent of your money dependent upon, you know, a green arrow on CNBC. So, uh, let's get to the topic of, uh, of this segment. You know, when we look at the great depression, you know, it's, 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 you know, obviously it began in August of 1929. And it really caused, I mean, at least in my opinion, caused the Great Depression was the economic expansion of the 20s. Ultimately, once it came to an end, uh, a series of financial crises, uh, crises uh, punctuated uh, the contraction. And I think when you look at uh, the Great Depression, I mean, what would a, dep- you know, what would a depression be today? I mean, it's kind of like a bank run, right? I mean, you know, a run on the bank, you know, it's when money starts to flow out, you run to the bank, you try to take money out. And and that in and of itself was, was an inherent hedge when you didn't just have to press a button to withdraw, you know, it's reported a lot of these regional banks, you know, we don't want to pick on any one, but, you know, you had $40 billion within a day or two, uh, you know, taken out of the portfolio just by logging into your your banking app. And so when you look at, you know, we, we often talk a lot about hedging, of course, and, and, you know, we hedge every area of our life, you know, life insurance, homeowners insurance, car insurance, rental insurance, whatever, uh, health insurance, you know, you, you're trying to protect from the unknown, but yet when it comes to your largest asset in a lot of instances, you have no protection in place. You, you have no protection in place other than time in an up market. And depending upon where you're at in your investment life, that could be catastrophic. If you're in retirement or if you're five to 10 years from retirement uh, and you have no protection in place, I mean, what happens if the markets drop 20% or 40% or 10% a year for the next few years or they don't grow? Ultimately, you know, what is going to happen to that portfolio? I think, you know, listening to an advisor say, uh, oh, it's going to come back. Oh, it's time in the market, not timing the market, which are all things that we agree with. That probably is going to get old. And our competitive advantage in our portfolio construction is the sleeve approach. We have different sleeves that are going to act differently in different markets. So yeah, we have a buy and hold sleeve. Now that's in the growth sleeve and it is forward looking and it is you know active management. So it's not buy and forget. But, you know, it is buy and hold, but the protection sleeve is totally different. The opportunistic growth sleeve is totally different where it can buy and hold. It can bet against the market. It can, you know, take short-term trading profits, you know, per the second if we needed to. 
So, you know, that's a great sleeve to have. And then, you know, the cash flow sleeve. And so we're not the advisory group that is just pigeonholed into, you know, one strategy. You know, the markets are going to do what the markets are going to do. And we think that a good advisor is going to have strategies in a portfolio that can weather all markets. And if you have a buy and hold strategy, you're at a disadvantage. And at a minimum, you're not making as much money as you could, in our opinion. So, you know, you look at the Great Depression and, you know, we look at, you know, uh, there were some economic shocks and we're going through an economic shock right now. And, you know, that economic shock is what is going or what has happened to interest rates. And, you, I mean, I don't think individuals fully grasp the uh, just how, uh, you know, what an outlier uh, it has been with the Fed doing what they've done. And, you know, something is going to break and we've already started to see it. You have some regional banks that are very important parts of our economy, of our community. You know, a lot of times you have the community banks that have good relationships with the, you know, the small business owner or, you know, the business owner that, uh, yeah, I don't want to say is ignored by, you know, the big banks, but, you know, they've got a great relationship with the community bank and, and they're going to be able to lend to, you know, a lot of business owners that are going to produce, you know, hopefully growth. They're going to supply jobs. They're going to, you know, create value in their community. And when you see interest rates doing what they've done, it doesn't mean that the Fed, you know, isn't going to accomplish their mandate, which is price stability and and, and full employment. Because, you know, again, I don't know what a a hard landing is versus a soft landing on on a, I mean, I, I do know what it is, but, you know, technically, I don't know exactly how you determine it. But, I mean, is that where we're at in the world today? It's a no landing, soft landing, hard landing, medium hard landing, you know, medium rare, extra. I mean, it's craziness. And so we have to make sure, again, that, you know, you look at what happened in the Great Depression. You look at the fact that the 20s were what the 20s were. And then we had significant contraction. And we're going through and just starting that, I think, currently. And I don't think people fully appreciate what that could lead to over the next three, five, seven, and 10 years. And you don't have to have an 08, which you see a 40% drawdown because generally when you see those big you know, dips immediately, you know, generally speaking, they're bought and the markets ultimately come back. Now they're very stressful and most people's portfolios are not constructed to take advantage of you know, those periods of the market, but uh, generally they come back. What worries me is a no growth or a stagflation or a low growth environment where we're not even keeping up with inflation. And, and that to me is why you have to have that protection bucket and that cash flow bucket and really the opportunistic bucket as well. And, and if you don't have it, you're at a disadvantage. So the financial wellness score certainly is something that I think uh, hopefully everybody recognizes that there's value there. And you should really, you know, take advantage of that. So give Paige a call, 630-492-1912. Let's have a conversation this week. 630-492-1912. We'll go over that. We'll answer any questions that you have. We'll look at your portfolio. And uh, also 401k money management. That's a big push for us. So we have a really unique strategy that if you're with a, a Fidelity or a Charles Schwab, or an empower. That's where your 401k is. There's really a, an op, there's a high likelihood of an opportunity that we could provide professional money management inside of your 401k that uh, could really benefit you. So benefit you. So more after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market like returns with no downside? 
If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. Thank you for joining us. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I want to thank everybody for joining us this week. Just as a reminder, you can pod, we do podcast this show every single week at our website, KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. You can listen to this show, all past shows. I think that's really important. I think if you're working with an advisor, I think it's nice to know what they were thinking. In, and we can go back you know, we've been on radio forever, but, you know, here on WLS, um, I think the last three years uh, is, is we did take a break in, I think, one of the summers. I can't remember which summer, but uh, so we were off for a little bit. But, you know, certainly since uh, for the last three years here on WLS. And so I think, you know, the bulk of our, our shows are podcasted and they're on the website. So it's really great to, to go back and, you know, pick one and listen to it and see if we were saying the same thing. Uh, regardless of what was going on in the market. And we're not the advisory group that's going to sit and show you something that did well in the past because it's irrelevant. What happened in the past means absolutely nothing going forward. It may make you feel good. It may make you think that um, we're geniuses, right? But uh, it's it doesn't mean a whole lot because it's as valuable as yesterday's newspaper. So obviously there's not a lot of value there. So I think when you construct a portfolio, it's all forward-looking has to be forward looking because, and, and, and you look at kind of, I think one of the reasons that people don't show you a lot of the strategies, you know, that, that have done bad is because it doesn't look good it, when you run an illustration for a client or a new client that, you know, you're in an asset class that was down. Um, well, so what? I mean, it, it's like, you know, whether we own that asset class or we didn't own that asset class, you know, you look at kind of small caps right now. I mean, they're, they're challenging, but does that mean that you shouldn't own them going forward? Um, and, and so this, just this whole industry is, is, uh, there's just so many conflicts of interest. And I think our job is to educate and, and, and to really bring those out. And, and that's what we're doing. So, and, I, and it served us well. I mean, selfishly, it has served us well. I mean, it's, if you look at our growth, it's been fantastic, but our growth couldn't be good unless we were bringing, you know, value and, and value doesn't mean that it works all the time. I mean, it's been a crazy market the last 18 to 24 months. Um, but if, if we have a sleeve approach that is just giving you more opportunities to make money, that's ultimately what it's doing It's giving you more opportunities to make money. I think that is starting to appeal to people. People are finally waking up that the big banks, the big brokerage firms, the big, you know, do-it-yourselfers, uh, they preach things that are outdated. They preach things that are easy because ultimately they want uh, that fee. They want that fee today. They want that fee in five years. They want that fee in 10 years. So they make you feel good about losing significant amounts of money, like last year in the fixed income space, 15 to 30%. It's like, my goodness. I mean, that that's a fireball offense in, in, in my opinion. So Give Paige a call. Let's talk about our financial wellness score. Let's talk about our portfolio review capabilities. Uh, 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Give her a call today. 
Uh, she'll set some uh, some time for us to talk this week, next week. Uh, that's mutually convenient. And it's a 15 to 30 minute call. And we're going to go over what it is that we do, answer any questions that you have and see where that leads us. So 630-492-1912. So Google search. Um, I was really, really you know uh, interested this week. I saw Google search uh, interest for money market funds is now at the highest since September, 2008. Isn't that just so uh, classic, right? I mean, in, you know, if you look at September, 2008, clearly it happened to be, to be the month that Lehman Brothers collapsed, um, but people are searching for alternative to bank deposits. And, you know, I, you know, people ask me often, you know, what my thoughts are on the bank. And I mean, they're issues. I mean, they're just issues. Is it, is it manufactured by the Fed? Because They've taken rates from low to high in, a, in an unprecedented amount of uh, shortness of time. Or is it bad you know, decisions by the management of the bank? Or is it a combination of the two? I mean, the reality is, is, is no, nobody knows. I mean, it, it's, I think each bank is independent. But when I look at what investors are looking at in you know, Google and, and you know, all of the search engines, I mean, there are a wealth of obviously information, if nothing else, that they sell and, and uh, you know, utilize, um, you know, take advantage of, it, you know, it's, it's free, right? I would pay, I don't know what I would pay, but I would pay something if, if they didn't track us. You know, if, if it's free, generally we're the product and, and that's, you know, what's being sold. So uh, we can go down that rabbit hole, but I'll, I'll try not to. But you know, when we look at, you know, Google search and, and money market funds, I mean, yes, it's nice that money market funds are finally paying something. You know, we started, or I started rather in the business in the mid nineties, 96, 97-ish. And, you know, interest rates, I mean, heck, we were looking at 7% tax-free insured municipal bonds. I mean, that's a pretty darn good, you know, rate of return. And then obviously, you know, we, we've looked at, you know, the economic environment of just what's happened since I've been in the business. And, um, you know, we had, you know, we had the crazy nineties, we had the dot-com bust, we had the crazy growth and credit expansion into 08. Then we had the great financial crisis and what happened there with real estate and homes and, and then, you know, the market, and then we had to look at what the fed had to do. And, you know, we had 2011 to uh, 2021 or somewhere in that area, maybe not 2009 to 2021. I mean, it was depending upon indice you know, 15% annual rates of return and interest rates were zero. And now here we are in this great experiment in that, you know, interest rates, you know, they did what they did last year. Now all of a sudden we've have regional banks and banks having issues. I mean, that's all just within 20 years. And, and my fear is that, you know, every time, you know, well, I mean, early 2000s to 2010, the market, you know, didn't do anything. And so that was kind of the lost decade, like you've probably heard, but, you know, everybody becomes so accustomed to, well, ultimately the market's going to come back. We're going to be fine. Well, I mean, yes, until it doesn't. Right. And so when you have, um, you know, I don't think it's as amplified if you're still working, but if you're 10 years to retirement or in retirement, um, I mean, it, it's an issue and, and it could be an issue like we've never experienced. And so, you know, that's why we, you know, are so heavy on this financial wellness score that we can at least educate you on some risks that you may not see. And again, whether you have a hundred thousand or 50 million, it, it doesn't matter. Um, it's nice to know that there's potential risks ultimately before they happen. And that's what the financial wellness score is designed to do. It's not perfect. I mean, you know, nothing is perfect, but it, but it, I think it's good. 
and good is good. I mean, you know, I think that'll give you some, you know, something to think about because, you know, we can, I can talk all day and some things, even if I don't know what it is, I can talk about it where you may think I know what it is. And and so in this industry, you know, it's one of those industries that is really candidly pretty easy, but it's an industry that if you don't live it and you haven't breathed it, it, it may seem kind of like a black box. And there's some words that advisors use that make them seem so smart when it's just so basic stuff. But, you know, so the point I'm getting at here is that, you know, there's a lot of good salespeople and there's a lot of good talkers in this industry and, and in any industry, candidly. So let's just let the numbers talk. And to me, that's the most important thing because what I think or what somebody else thinks is irrelevant. And candidly, what you think is irrelevant because, you know, as human as humans, we, we want to tend to feel good and we're going to anchor our opinions or our beliefs to people that tell us things that make us feel good. And that's not the job of an advisor. The job of an advisor is to be 100% transparent, to be 100% upfront and not scare you or not tell you that everything is great when it's not. But let's just let the numbers and uh, dictate, you know, what your financial wellness score is. And, and if you're uncomfortable with that wellness score, well, then clearly we need to have a conversation. So, um, you know, it's something that we're going to talk a lot about through the summer. Um, but 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912 if you want to uh, have a conversation about the financial wellness score or if you want to have a conversation really about anything when it comes to investing. But, you know, yeah, money market rates at 4.5% are great. I mean, they're a heck of a lot better than zero, right? But, you know, what's the inflation rate? I mean, 5, 6, 7, 10, 15, 20. I mean, I don't think anybody truly knows. And, and so are you actually making any money? By having your money, you know, sit in money markets and, you know, yet you have that, you know, peace of mind, I guess, in that you're not seeing your account go down, but you're certainly potentially losing your, you know, future purchasing power. So I think investing is all about give and take, and it's all about, you know, finding what risk you're willing to live with, um, because that is, you know, what's important because everything has risks. You know, you put all your money in CDs. Well, phenomenal. You can probably sleep at night, but what's that going to do to your purchasing power in five to seven to 10 years? And so are you really just trading one risk for another risk? And maybe that sleep at night risk is, is what you can live with. And, you know, the, if that is the case and you want a level of certainty, well, we can certainly put a portfolio like that together that's going to give you an opportunity to make, we think, historically much more than, than you know, what money markets are paying. But but that's all investing is, is trying to identify what risks you're comfortable with living with every single day. And, you know, that to me is, is certainly something that I think the industry has not done a good enough job of explaining. I think the industry has not done a good enough job of, of articulating, you know, cash flow in retirement. And even if you have $20 million, I mean, you know, it's again, you've heard me talk about it over and over on the show. You know, those investors that have a couple million dollars or less of investable assets, you know, it seems to be their main concern is how are these assets going to produce future cash flow? And that seems to to drive a lot of the investment decisions. And those that have, you know, three to, you know, 20 million, they don't seem to worry about cash flow because they're not worried about meeting their, their or meeting their, their, you know, their monthly living expenses. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't optimize, um, you know, your strategy. So, the protection sleeve 
phenomenal right now, growth or income. I want to make sure that, you know, the growth sleeve is what the growth sleeve is. I mean, top rated strategies. I mean, they are what they are. Uh, they've done really, really well. Two things I want to really stress the opportunistic fund. If you have over $2.2 million of investable assets, or you have a million dollars with our firm, you can access that strategy. I think in this market, it's very conducive to uh, that strategy. I think when we have, you know, the volatility that we're having, strategies like that can uh, do very, very well. So let's have a conversation about that. And then the cash flow strategy with significant tax, you know, reduction. I mean, that that's just huge. Double digit cash flow uh, with significant tax benefits, you know, clearly an allocation to that uh, makes a lot of sense, especially if you want to do Roth conversion. So this week, I want to again thank everybody for listening. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Hopefully, um, if you want to have a conversation with me this week or next week, get with Paige, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set that time up and we can have that conversation. Have a great weekend. More next week. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims-paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.